The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Eight minutes after eight here on AM Live. Thank you so much for tuning into the forum. Now, uh, today we are taking a look at the issue of uh, the army's deployment uh, that took place this past week. Police, accompanied by soldiers and uh, Johannesburg metro officials, have raided the Kwamatala Hostel in Alexandra Township in the north of Johannesburg. On Tuesday night, police also raided Jeppistown hostels in the CBD and made some arrests there as well. The deployment was announced by a Minister of Defence, Nosiviwe Mapisan in the wake of xenophobic violence uh, sweeping the country at the moment. Now, some people in Alexandra have not welcomed the deployment of the Defence Force into the township. And on the Forum at 8 this morning, we ask, what do you make of government's decision to deploy the army to volatile areas in an effort to curb xenophobic violence? Uh, you can call us on the number 891 You can send your messages via SMS uh, to 34701, or you can tweet or Facebook us at AMLive on SAF or at Sakina Kamwendo. And joining us uh, for this discussion, we have uh, um, uh, Mr. Musiwa Lekota. He is the former Defence Minister and also Leader of Congress of the People. Thanks for your time this morning, Mr. Lekota. Uh, good morning, uh, Sakina, and good morning to the listeners. Uh, also with us, uh, although briefly, is uh, Mr. Helmut Heitman, who's a defence expert. Thanks for your time as well, uh, Mr. Heitman. Good morning, my pleasure. And uh, Brigadier General uh, Kolani Mabanga also uh, joins us. He's spokesperson for the South African National Defence Force. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Sajin, and good morning to the listeners too and the other panel members. Uh, Brigadier, let me start with you. Under which conditions, under what conditions uh, can the uh, Defence Force be deployed into townships as we see right now? Well, according to our constitution and also laws governing the use of or the employment of the South African National Defence Force, the South African National Defence Force may be deployed internally on request by the South African Police Service. In circumstances or situations where the South African Police Service feel that they would like support or assistance in carrying out their duties or operations, from the South African National Defence Force. And then they submitted that request from their ministry to our ministry, and then that is facilitated. It is under those circumstances and following that process. Now, as things stand right now, exactly how are uh, the Defence Force members, um, you know, operating on the ground and what sort of services are they providing? Well, I may not go into details of what type of services they are providing. Suffice to say that they are providing necessary support and assistance to the South African police to enable the South African police service to execute missions or operations that they have intended to do. Mr. Helmut Heitman, you know, many people, um, you know, are for and some against this particular move. What's your view on it? I think as, as a general view, I don't like the idea of using the, the military for police tasks. They're not really the, the role for that. They're not fully trained, equipped for it. And it always sends a, a message that things are sort of out of control. In this particular case, though, I think the message probably is the opposite. I think we had a, we had a situation that could that wasn't out of control yet. Yes, yes, people were murdered. There's no question of that. But relatively small numbers. You know, less than you get killed in one good solid taxi accident. But... It had the, the potential to become something much nastier, like 2008 or worse. So the government had a choice. They could wait to see what happens, and then maybe after 20 or 30 or 40 people have been killed, deploy troops to help the police, or they could be more decisive and put troops in now 
had squashed this thing before it started escalating in steady. I think what they've, the calculation is, let's act now, let's have a show of force, reassure the normal law-abiding, peace-loving people that we are serious about this, deter the thugs from going on with this, and show both the people of South Africa and for that matter, show foreign investors and, and tourists, something like that, we are serious about maintaining order and, and dealing with a problem like this. So in, in this particular case, I think the, the message actually would be a positive one. And it's, it's a decisive act that is perhaps unusual for politicians, but I think will work in this case. Mr. Masuya Lakota, what's your view? Well, ma'am, uh, we, have, uh, we issued a statement yesterday, and I want to uh, 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 re- uh, repeat that. The deployment of the defense force into our townships, our central business districts, suburbs, as hostels and all these things they are doing with the president is completely inappropriate. It's wrong. Because the president addressed parliament the other day. At no stage in the course of his uh, speech did he suggest that there's any part of the country that has gone out of control, that has been taken over by foreign and alien forces. He did not call or declare a state of national defense. The problems that we are faced with at the moment are economic and social. And this is that all of this is just the task of the police. If you look at Section 205 of the Constitution, it says clearly that it is the task of the police service to prevent and combat and investigate crime, to maintain public order, to protect and secure the inhabitants of the, of the republic and their property, and to uphold and enforce the law. What, what is it that we are taking the defense force into the communities for? What? There has been a suggestion that there is a third force. Now, the minister of intelligence has not told this country that there's a foreign force or there's an organized military force that requires military response. Now, we have not even been told whether this is an organization, does it have a commander, what does it have weapons, what weapons is it carrying, and so on. All we have seen is a picture of young chaps, 18 years, 20 years, who were carrying a, an Okapi stabbing somebody to death in Alexander. Now the armed forces must go in there. To do what? Why? The police have already arrested those four or three chaps who did this thing. The, the armed forces have gone into Soweto, into, to go into the, sorry, into Chepi, Chepi Hostel. And to look for whom? And the point of the matter is that this is just guesswork. And it's wrong to use the defense force in this way. That is our position. And we, we think that uh, the police are sufficiently trained, they are equipped to arrest and to contain ordinary civilians. We are dealing with civilians here. We are not dealing with military a military force. And we must not go back to the days of apartheid when the armed forces were used to suppress black communities because evidently the black communities were not loyal to the state of apartheid where they didn't have political rights like everybody else. Today we have a democratic society in which everybody has political rights, vote for the government, and are voted into government or out. 
Now, this kind of thing that's being done is, as I say, it's guesswork, but really, it's a maturish. Mm. Uh, Brigadier Mabanga, is it guesswork? You know, did the army just go in there on a whim? Uh, what's your response to Mr. Lekota? Well, I think uh, in analyzing the situation in our country, we should all try to exercise the rights that we are claiming. And ex- when we're exercising those rights, let's exercise them with a very high sense of responsibility. I think that's the first point. I would like to say from the South African National Defense Force point of view. And then two, so give me a message Just a moment, Mr. Lekota. I just want to get uh, uh, Brigadier Mabanga to actually respond to what you were saying. Well, the thing is that he's a, he's a bureaucrat. He's not a politician. And this thing of using people who are, uh, uh, are staff and use them to debate with politicians is not right. It's just not so, 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 so what are you saying? Who should have uh, been responding here? The minister? No, there should, there should have been a minister or a deputy minister if you want this kind of debate. I'm a member of parliament. And this, this here is a bureaucrat. He cannot, he cannot do what you are saying he must do with me. And, and why not? You know, as a minister who's it's been there, because, why not? Because he is because not a politician. He has no political authority to say the things that you are asking him to say. Okay, let's Honestly, hear him out. Just, but but, but let's hear him out, right. Mr. Lekota. No, you are actually jeopardizing him. You are making a politician out of a bureaucrat. Okay, I, I take your point, but, but, but let's hear from Brigadier Mabanga what he has to say to that and your previous comments as well. Brigadier? Okay, uh, if I'm allowed to continue. Please do. Then the other thing, or the second thing that I would like to say is that it is the responsibility of each and every person or individual to ensure that law and order exist, that authority of state is, is respected and is exercised. And then the other thing that we should also advise uh, South Africans to make a difference is between democracy and ultra democracy. In democracy, yes, we should exercise our rights with responsibility. But once we allow an, or we go to a mode of ultra democracy, then we are allowing ourselves to go into a state of anarchy. Now, the Constitution explains the responsibilities of the South African police service clearly as well as it explains the responsibilities and functions of the South African National Defense Force. And the situation and circumstances where the South African National Defense Force can be employed internally, the South African National Defense Force can be employed in support of the South African police service. In this instance, the situation that we are talking about now, the South African National Defense Force has not taken the responsibilities and the functions of the South African police service. However, it has came in on request from the South African police services to provide the necessary support that is required by the South African police services in order for them to carry out certain operations and to achieve the objectives that are intended by such operations. The South African National Defense Force has therefore provided and is providing and will continue to provide such support as is required by our colleagues in the South African police services. And we should not be apologetic about that and they should not be begging anything. There may be people who like it and there may be people who may not like it 
and there may be people who are saying thank you the South African National Defence Forces came in and there will be those who will say no, it is not right. We accept and understand that. Malcolm X, if I may, once said, if you have no critics, you will likely have no success. Well, Helmut Heitman, you know, whether people like it or don't like it, that's one question. But there is a concern that uh, in the current situation and the current raids that are taking place, people's rights are being trampled upon. What's your take on that? Look, it's always going to be a complaint and it's always going to be a problem. I mean, somebody who's home is searched is not going to be happy. Um, I think that's unavoidable. It's, you've got to just be careful that you do it properly. And certainly military personnel shouldn't be used for search. They're not trained for that. They're not really authorized to do that. They are there to protect the police team that can do it. And the real issue for the military in a case like this is if things get violent, they are there. They can protect. They can. But they really, they're primarily what you'd call a force multiplier for the police. In an unrest situation, and it went beyond just one or two people being killed. I mean, there was quite a lot of, of nasty unrest, looting of shops in various places. You... You either can't send out one or two policemen or one or two detectives to go and do something because they might get attacked or people could easily escape from them. So you either have to send a large group of police, which is not terribly cost-effective because there are trained detectives protecting each other, or you can send a team of two or three detectives to do the job and give them some soldiers for protection. They are very free to operate. And I think in that, in that circumstances, uh, searching premises is a police function. It is not a defense force function in this sort of situation. It's not as if they're doing a counterinsurgency operation. So that needs to be done by the police. They need to do it by the book. Um, you may be in a bit of a hurry, but there's, you need to be careful how you search somebody's premises. You don't cause damage. You don't disrupt the entire place. That's something that needs to be looked into if it's, if it's not done properly. But there will always be complaints. And, I mean, some of the complainants will be genuine, but the people who are guilty will also be complaining, and they will probably be the loudest of the complainers. So that's, it's also something to bear in mind. It's not always quite what it looks like. Sometimes there's a pretty uh, a real reason to hurry a thing. Sometimes the complaints aren't justified. And uh, that's where we have to say goodbye to Helmut Heitman, uh, defense expert who just joined us very briefly for this discussion. But we continue uh, asking the question, what do you make of government's decision to deploy the army to volatile areas in an effort to curb xenophobic violence? Uh, Mr. Musiwa Lekota, uh, who is the leader of COPE and also former defense minister with us, as well as uh, Brigadier General Kolani Mabanga, spokesperson for the South African National Defense Force. So what are your views on this 891 Let's speak to Jobe Sutole. Now, Jobe, as I understand, you were in Alex last night during the raids. Jobe? Can you hear me? I can hear you now, Jobe. Yes, yes, I'm saying uh, good morning, Sakin, and good morning to the listeners of SSS. Welcome. Yes. Um, yes, I was in Alex. Uh, I'm actually still in Alex, uh, but preparing to leave now. Um, and last night, a raid um, was carried out at the uh, hostel. The hostel is called Matala Hostel. It's on Third Avenue in Alexander. And what was your experience there? Well, my experience was quite was quite uh, it was quite a, a scary and harrowing experience. Um, so briefly around, I think I think it was 1 a.m. Um, I hear this loud, you know, bang um, on my door um, where I was sleeping, um, and then um, you know there were shouts of 
Vula, it's police, you know, open up, it's police. Um, and then I, I quickly opened the door. Um, so at that moment, I'm actually, I'm actually sleeping, I'm actually sleeping in my underwear, you know. So I opened the door quickly, and then I have a group of heavily armed men, you know, um, um, at my door. And then, and then one of them is actually pointing a firearm at me. So I asked this guy, you know, um, can I please put on my, my, my t-shirt and, 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 um, and, and shorts, and shorts. You know, so so as I'm asking to do that, he keeps pointing at you know, cocking his gun and pointing a firearm at me. I'm saying no, I'm not fighting. I'm just asking to please put on my t-shirt and shorts. And he doesn't take that, you know. So they order me outside, you know, in the passages, you know, um, and they quickly get into into the room or into the house, and then they they you know they just go into the um, they don't even search anything, you know. They just get into the house and just walk around and take a couple of clothes and throw them around, and they walk out. And then how do you feel, uh, you know, post that event? How do I feel? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel quite angry and humiliated, actually. I mean, to be, to be ordered to stand outside, you know, uh, in a passage of a hostel wearing my underwear. You know, um, I, I feel quite humiliated by it, you know. And um, quite honestly, I don't even know what was being done and why was it being done. I mean, you know, um, why would you order me to stand in a passage of a hostel, you know, wearing an underwear? So you still don't know uh, in what, um, uh, to what end this was done, and uh, all you can say at this point is you feel violated. But if you look at the bigger picture, and you know, government saying we need to do this, uh, you need we need to employ strong arm tactics in order, you know, to try and quell not only xenophobia but you know the greater scourge of criminality in this country. Does that make you take you know a different look at what happened last night? No, no, no. I mean, look, look, Sakina. I mean, I honestly don't have an issue with with, with government or I mean, with government saying, you know, saying what it said. Obviously, you know, being a journalist myself, you know, I, 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 I've been following what has been happening, and and you know, I understand where they're coming from. But my only issue is is, is when you know a person's right is being you feel you're being violated. I mean, that's where my issue lies. You know, that's that's my contention. I mean, you can't just barge into 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 my house and point a firearm at me and order me to stand, you know, and and in, in you know in, in, the, in the hallway of a hostel wearing an underwear. I mean, that's violation, and you know, and they need to accept that. If I feel violated as a civilian, as a South African, as as, as a civilian, then they need to accept that. Mm. And before I let you go, are are you just venting, or are you going to do anything about this? Well, I've been thinking about it and, and, and thinking whether I should, I should actually take it further. So um, I'm consulting a couple of people and thinking whether I should take it further. But at the moment, you know, it's just, you know, my, my views and how I feel about the matter. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Jobe Sitole. He was in Alex uh, in the early hours of this morning when that raid actually took place. On the Forum at 8 this morning, we ask, what do you make of government's decision to deploy the army to volatile areas in an effort to curb xenophobic violence? Now, lots of uh, messages coming through. They are by no means unanimous, but I just want to touch on a few, you know, some very interesting views coming through here. Um, uh, This one from Chimurenga. Chimurenga says, Comrade Terror is spot on. The government has failed and now poor hostile dwellers are abused to cover intelligence failures.
Abner Letele says so-called leaders have now set a precedent. They must raid drug houses around the country and especially on the Cape Flats. Uh, Spiwe Keswa says, did these foreigners die in the hostel? What about our local people that died? Were they killed in hostels too? I am angry. And then a few, uh, a few more. Uh, Jama Skajadu says, um, what we saw in the Sunday Times reflects criminality and it should be dealt with as such. So the decision is a good one to deploy the SANDF. Mangaliso Ngobo says, but why is the army and police raiding hostels only? Hostel dwellers were not the only source of the xenophobic violence. Rose Palisa says, uh, send in uh, the police, the SANDF, the Navy, every, anyone as long as as government doesn't manage the inflow of movement of foreigners, the problem will recur. Jacques Cupido says uh, the deployment of the SANDF was correct. All resources needed to get to the root of the problem. Nyakalo says I don't support the raids, but we are where we are and the raids should be balanced. The hostels and drug infested areas uh, should be seen too. And then a few SMSs as well. Uh, this one from Sarah Mahoba in Fiakral. Sarah says the ANC-led government is trying to combat the xenophobia by all means and I'm happy about that. The opposition parties like COPE will always have negative approaches to everything. Opposition parties are out to destroy the ANC and this country. Butwan, uh, Butman in Guatemala says, I usually don't agree with terror but this time he is spot on. Shanges Busiso says, Lakota is a parliamentarian but he has no idea that the army can be deployed to assist police in joint operation. This is a disgrace on Mr. Lakota's part. They David Mtunzi says government only resorts to extreme measures when the situation has exacerbated and government fails to maintain high levels and sustained visibility of law enforcement agencies at all times. Tolim Zobe in Joburg says we are led by apologetic, indecisive and cowardly people. The smoke will call again. And 16 in Peter Maritzburg, your contribution is the ANC government and its army targeting hostels only in their raids. And if so, is it because most people who live there are Zulu. Are they saying that Zulus are the ones responsible for the attacks on foreigners? Because this is harassment and I wonder if they will help these people rebuild the things that they broke during these raids. If not, careful. This could fuel more anger. So those some of the very strong sentiments coming through uh, from our listeners this morning. I want to take a few more. So Ntate Lekota and also uh, Brigadier Mabanga, if you can, uh, please just uh, bear with us. I'm going to run through these calls and then I'll come back to you to respond to as many of them as possible. First caller, uh, we're going to take uh, Spiwet Lamini, also from the SANDF. Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. I think I need to take a step back and uh, in further um, engage on the issue that was raised by General Mabanga on the process of deploying the South African National Defence Force. It is indeed true that we do work uh, in, co- in a coordinated manner with the South African uh, Police Service, our colleagues, in dealing with law and order. And on the basis of the, the requirement placed by the South African police on the defense force to assist, we do uh, accede to the requirement. And these requirements from the, from the South African police would have been based on intelligence-driven information. After an assessment by the South African police service on the situation on the ground and their conclusion thereof, they would then recommend that the South African National Defence Force should be 
to be called into affairs. It is not a willy-nilly decision. Secondly, Sakina, during Christmas time, you, you are well aware that the South African National Defense Force assists police in, in crime prevention because of the nature of the information that would be at hand by the South African Police Service. And therefore, it is, it is quite interesting that uh, people at different times would be calling on the SANDF and certain times questioning the, the SANDF. Two weeks ago, when this uh, uh, situation fled up, we were asked in Cape Town during our press briefing, when is the South African National Defense Force going to be called in? And we indicated to the, to the journalists there that the South African National Defense Force does not decide when and where it should go. It is invited after a thorough assessment by the intelligence and the information coming in as to where that there will be a need for the defense force to accompany and support the police. And second, General Mapadmalanga touched on a very important point. The management of these uh, processes is very clear. We know what to do and the police know exactly what to do. Our work is not to take over the police work, and it's very, very clear. In many instances, we are in the periphery, and the police themselves carry on their duties as normal. By the way, if I may remind the, the public, we were there during the World Cup, and nobody raised a finger, and we were in support of the South African Police Service in doing their duties. Mm. So I, 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 I'm not sure whether people want to turn a blind eye on what we have done before. All right. We are there in support of the police service and not to take over the duties of the South African police service. And we, we work in, co- in a coordinated fashion under what we call the national joint, where we sit as security, uh, 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 security agencies and discuss the security situation of the country, and decisions are taken at that level, and planning is taken at that level. All it right. is not a decision by one individual sitting in some corner. Thank you so much for that, uh, Spiwet Lamini from uh, the uh, SANDF. Let's go to Guam Sabuya Lingana and speak to Solomon. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina, and to your guests and to your listeners. Before I make a comment, I just want to express my astonishment at uh, the behavior of Honorable Lekota. Really, he's a politician of high note, and we hold him uh, in high esteem. But of late, his leadership argument seems to be gen- degenerating. Why? He never wins any debate at, in the parliament. But uh, let me leave that. I just want to say, initially, when these xenophobic attacks uh, uh, get, get, got off, there was... A loud voice of emphatic people calling for the deployment of the defense force domestically and internationally. Mm-hmm. He was nowhere to, to be heard to say, no, 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 that would be the wrong step. Now, the government heeded the call of the people to deploy the force uh, into those areas. Hostile areas are known for their violent nature in any way. You cannot send there a normal police official to do or carry out their, uh, their, their, their duties. You must accompany them. But what is surprising in our, in, our, in our country is that South Africans are very diverse, but, of course, very hard to satisfy. Yesterday, we were calling for the deployment of the Defense Force. 
Today we no longer did them, need them. It's mm-hmm. quite surprising. Now, Thank uh, you, Sakina. Solomon, hold on before you run away. As a lay person, yeah. uh, people in the Western Cape, people on the Cape Flats have been asking for uh, the uh, army to be deployed there given what they face on uh, almost a daily basis with gang violence. So what do you think they should make of this latest uh, state of affairs? Yeah, that uh, uh, case in Western Cape, as 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 its own case with its merits, should be looked uh, in balance with this one, whereby there has been a loud and emphatic voice, internationally and domestically, to say South Africa, South African government is losing control of the situation. I think those cases could have been the same in nature, but. The, the first one lacked the voice which was coming from international spheres uh, and domestically to say South African government do something about xenophobia and so on. All right. Thank you so much, Solomon. Let's go to Martin in Harding. Good morning, Martin. Morning, sir. How are you? Well, and you? I'm okay. Uh, I'd like you to actually yeah, congratulate the government for deploying soldiers, mostly onto the hotspots where these uh, attacks were happening. Because... When we talk of defense force, we look at the word defense itself first. Yeah? Defense, meaning defending the country, defending the people, defending each and everything around. So the defense force is not like it's taking over the, the work of the police. It's actually quite trying to defend the police because there are some other people that don't feel intimidated by the police force. You see what I'm talking about? They, they tend to, like, even throw back stones at police and all that stuff. But if a soldier comes into the face of people, most of the people tend to feel scared and they stop exactly what they've been trying to do. It might be hideous deeds or anything. You try and stop what you've been doing. So I say thumbs up for the government putting soldiers where they're supposed to go and stop violence and all these other things that will be happening in the country. You okay. get what I'm saying? I hear you, Martin. Thank Thanks you. for that. Itumeleng and Mahikeng, good morning. Sakina. Yes, it is. If intelligence at the disposal of Bobrikadir Mabanga says uh, uh, these this attacks have been planned at hostels, these attacks are in planned in these particular areas, it warrants their action. Obviously, these, these attacks are not just happening, they are planned from somewhere. So, if intelligence says this is the area where these attacks have been planned and coordinated. They must attack and, and respond to that place and, and make sure they raid that place and dismantle that particular thing. I, I'm also disappointed, Sakina, at, at Heilmed. It's just that he's, not, he's, he's saying that people are not being at large scales to, to, to warrant, are not being killed at large scales to warrant the, inter- the, the, the intervention of the defense force. I think, that, I think that, that, that is wrong coming from him. And also, I'm also disappointed in politicians sitting in parliament condemning the violence, calling for the serious intervention, the government must, do, must put in serious measures when the defense force is called. The same people goes on radio and say that it is wrong to uh, 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 deploy the troops to, to, to assist the police. I mean, it's clear the army is supporting the police in their operations. They are there to support them. And obviously there is intelligence that has been processed to say here we need the SNDF to come and support us to deal with this particular matter. And we cannot equate the xenophobic attacks with violence that is happening in Cape Town. It, it is wrong. I mean, the scale at, 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 at which it is happening, it's not the same. And, and the type of information that exists or intelligence that exists around the violence in Cape Flat doesn't warrant the intervention of the defense force. Now, why do we have to equate that? It is wrong. We have heard Ban Ki-moon 
contained in South Africa. We have had international, I mean, I mean, I mean big economies like China, like the U.S., contained in South Africa, but we're not doing anything. And when we deploy and demonstrate to the world that we are serious about calling this violence by calling in the troops, the same the South Africans goes out and end and condemn the action of the government. What do we want, Sakina? And it's okay. said that this is coming from the politicians. It is utterly disgusting. Thank All right. You. Got you there. Uh, thanks for the call. Advocate Mantula, good morning. And to, to your case, Sakina, I think it's very important for us to understand the role of our army, that is, in terms of the constitution, the prerogative powers of the commander-in-chief, how do you employ and the use of force? I'm very surprised with the leader of COPE that when he was a minister, he deployed the army in an electoral demarcation incident of Kuzong. There was no need. But he had to do with the issue of life, preservation of the state property, and there was no humanitarian relief like now. When you look at the Afrophobia violence that has sparked this country, there was a high-level report, Sakina, that was level against the South African National Defense Force and SAPS, how to work on collaboration guidelines, minimizing the risk. Because I think, Sakina, that we cannot run away from the picture, the memory of the 80s and 90s of that troops must be, be out of the townships. It was because of the culture of the then apartheid forces. But now you have a new defense force that deals with humanitarian issues, essential services, and acting as a support. But for my worry, Sakina, is when they don't do what you call a post-analysis evaluation of their role because they have been deployed to assist. And in their assistance. They might commit crime too. They might violate the rights of other nationals and citizens. So it is critical that when you look at the role, it's a presidential prerogative under constitutional clause of 201 and Defense uh, Act of 2002 because we have an act that regulates our uh, military when they have to intervene. And another thing, Sakina, that I think it has been missing, it is the role of the parliamentary process that even there's a need for our uh, head of state to declare this employment or the use of the army about the period. How long will they be mm. in? How many were they in those operations? And if, because those things, Sakina, it helps you if you have to come with a long-term solution. Because what we are doing now, we are doing a quick solution approach but for me is that even when you have to employ the army as the minister have said it's a form okay. of scaring some of the perpetrators all Thank right you. here's a quick one from tataka amila who says uh, could those that are upset with the presence of the sandf please provide alternatives then because clearly the sap uh, saps can't handle this alone temba and alex what's your view no Sakina, i'm sorry man i really need to correct this gentleman he said a very wrong thing, which I must correct urgently. Okay, go for it. Uh, Tema, please hold that thought. Yes, no, no, Mr. Lekota. I must do it because, you see, this is wrong information. If I keep quiet on it, it, at no stage, I was Minister of Defense for two terms of government. At no stage in all of that time was there ever a time when the president declared a state of national defense and deployed the defense force to any part of the country, including Hutu. This issue of Hutu arose in Parliament. I don't know where the advocate comes from, but if the advocate followed the debate in Parliament on that issue of Hutu, 
he, he ought to know that Minister Edna Mulewa and Minister Suzanne Shabangu made the allegation that I deployed the armed forces to Khutong. Mm-hmm. And I made the point, there's no minister who can deploy armed forces. Only the chief commander-in-chief, which is the president. And, and then I said, I made the point, at no stage was a single member of the defense force deployed at Khutong. The people who were there were soldiers. They may have been in camouflage uniform, but they were members of the South African police service. They were not defense force people. Now, that must be put, to, put on record and straightened forever. At no time, when President Begi was president of this country and I was defense minister right through that time, did we ever deploy the defense force to, into any community. We never once did that. Okay. Now, Mr. And, Lekota, hold and, that and, thought. And, hold that thought. No, no, let me just make the last point. No, this, your, your time is getting finished. I can see. <laughs> we are not going to say anything. No, I'm coming back to your you. I is- just want to hear from Temba, and then I'll give you, you will have the last say on this. So let me go to Alex and get Temba to hear his view. Temba, good morning. And by the way, uh, Sakina, the, 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 the communities of uh, the Cape Flats can can die in numbers, they can kill each other left and right until Ban Ki-moon says something or the international community, according to some of your callers, says something. Uh, there would be no need to deploy the defense force there. Even if there is loss of life at a higher scale than the situation that we had now. Secondly, it is this, what, what, what Mr. Lukota said just now indicates how dangerous it is for a public servant to come and debate on issues about which he's not sure. I mean, Mabanga is, is, is a deployee. He's deployed by the, 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 the chief, by, 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 by the president. And it's interesting that he can come and try to justify or to explain the thoughts of the president or the processes of the president in appointing him. He is a public servant. He must deal He's a spokesperson in so far as the SNDF is concerned. He can't be a spokesperson on issues that relate to political decisions. And, by the way, uh, Sakina, it's interesting that the, the so-called xenophobic uh, violence, which is nonsense to me because there's no such, it's only Africans who are targeted. The so-called xenophobic, xenophobic violence has been happening in the streets of Soweto, left and right, far from hostels. I don't understand. They, when, since when were the hostels suddenly targets? Omadala Hostel, whatever it is called. Why is it a target? Thank you so much, uh, Temba. Okay. Uh, Tando and Marule, very briefly, please. Uh, thanks so much for holding Tando in East London. In South Africa, we need to read Mungi's book, Decolonizing the Mind. We are so decolonized. And guess what? We don't need to apologize for being African. Because here in Africa, we got double dose, colonization and apartheid. We're traumatized. What needs to be done in South Africa now, right now, with the army? The army needs to be seen to be visible in, in action, not react afterwards. Because the army needs to actually be in the borders, guarding our borders. You know, in other countries, we've got demilitarized zones. Say, like in South Korea and North Korea and uh, India and stuff. Okay, I'm not saying that those tensions, but we need a situation there where the army is going to be deployed to guard our borders, not okay. to react afterwards, because we have Boko Haram in South Africa, we've got El-Shabaab, we've got people who actually are going to 
ignite this country in a way that we haven't conceived, and then we're going to react afterwards, uh, okay. because there's danger, and present danger, that we need uh, okay. to take care of. Not- Okay, we got that, but we, we also need to be careful not to inflame the situation by talking about things of which we have no proof. But uh, Marule, you in Bushpark Ridge, good morning. Morning, how are you? Shortly because of time. Yes. One, I am supporting that the, the Defence Force is assisting the, 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 the police to calm the situation, but when they finish there, let them be, be deployed again in our borders to guard our borders so that this influx of illegal uh, uh, migrants, so because the thing is that this whole thing is coming as a result of people, South African feeling that they are taking their jobs, etc., etc. So they, when, when the exchange is corrupt, I think the defense force must go back to the, into, the, into, into the border and okay. show that there is control migration. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Marule. Okay, and Tate Lekota, here's your opportunity to respond to everything that's been raised. Well, I can't uh, respond to everything, but let me say this. Uh, we are told, and some of the people who've been speaking here have also been saying that the hostels is where the plotting of killing people happens. Now, does the intelligence services of this country have that information? If they have it, they must know who is plotting and uh, these things in there. It can't be guesswork. It can't be just because some used to with the, with the, oh. you say anybody in the, the hostels are forever this kind of thing. I, I challenge the, the intelligence service to say to us, who are the people who are plotting xenophobia in the hostels? Because then they must tell the police the, those people and go and arrest those people. You don't need the defense force there. And it is true that the Defence Force should really is there to defend South Africa from forces that attack this country, that attack and want to kill the people of this country. It is not for them to control crime. Section 205 of the Constitution says clearly that that is the function of the police, to combat crime, to investigate crime, to maintain public order to protect and secure inhabitants and so on. That's the work of the police. Okay. And they must be trained and equipped to do that. Now, what's the point of taking... Look at these armed forces. Now they have to go into the hostels. And a, a poor chap is sleeping in his room in the hostel. He's woken up in the early hours of the day. What? Why was he woken up? What suggested that he must be woken up? He must be investigated. What, what, what were the, the soldiers or the police and them looking for? All right. Is, that... is, there a uniform, is, is there a uniform there? No, no. This general intimidation of the population is wrong. All so right. Clearly the government doesn't know what it's looking for. Oh, let's give uh, uh, Brigadier Mabanga an opportunity for his parting shot on this. Brigadier? Hello, thanks, Sajina. Uh, I think I've been listening to the viewers, to the listeners, as well as uh, their, when they were airing their views or opinions. What I should say is that the South African National Defence Force will refuse to be drawn into a situation which is aimed at undermining the efforts of the South African Police Service. Will refuse at all. The South African Police Service officials 
have been doing a sterling job throughout, and that should be commended. Two, we will also refuse to be drawn into a situation where we are trying, where views or opinions are aimed at trying to sow divisions between the South African Police Service and the South African National Defence Force, or to discredit the joint efforts of both. Hello? Yes, we're listening, we're listening. We're out of time. To discredit the joint mm-hmm. efforts of both the South African Police and the South African National Defence Force. The South African National Defence Force will work together with the South African Police to ensure peace and stability in areas affected by these xenophobic attacks. And All then, right. The South African National Defence Force is not going to, to apologize for exercising or carrying out its constitutional obligation, that is to provide support or to work in cooperation with the South African Police Service. That will do to the best of our ability. Well, there you have it. And, of course, you will make up your own mind as to uh, how this one goes. Thanks to our guest this morning, Brigadier, uh, uh, Brigadier General Kolani Mabanga, spokesperson for the South African National Defence Force, and also uh, Mr. Musiwa Lekota, Defence Minister, uh, former Defence Minister, I should say, and also the leader of the Congress of the People. Thanks for your participation as well and the production team for putting in all that hard work. We're back tomorrow between uh, 6 and 9 right now, 9 o'clock. Time for news with Vibakshni Chetima. Voilà.